Hello, this is Ken Ferry with this week's Boots in the Field. Going to try to keep her a little shorter this week after the tyrant I went on last week, but the question this week has to do with our February rainfall. Uh, Thomas said that uh, February was the wettest February on record for the state of Illinois. Anywhere from six to eight inches of rain that fell on the state. And the question is, what effect does that have on our nitrates out there in the field? Of course, it depends on how many nitrates we had on the field and what you were doing from a fall nitrogen application and things like that. But as we watch it here at CropTech, uh, trying to compare what's going on. I, I'm thinking that our loss, we're probably in pretty good shape. But for you guys up north that experienced a lot of flooding due to frozen ground, we are, and while it's bad that you might have had some property damage in some places, your nutrient loss, especially through the tile line, probably pretty limited due to the amount of runoff that you had with the ground being frozen under your snow cover. Now, I'm not saying there wasn't nutrient loss in the runoff up there, but when we're talking about nitrates and uh, leaching out of the soil profile, I think you're in pretty good shape. Now here in central and southern Illinois, where we welcomed the rain, uh, we were not frozen, and it did definitely help build our water table. Uh, with that said, though, we have to look at what effect did it have on our nitrates. So what we're doing here at, at CropTech is looking at our March nitrates and comparing them to uh, the late November nitrates in the same GPS location. And in our corn stalk field here, we are missing about 30% of the nitrates that we had at the end of November. So the nitrates are 30% lower that we were carrying in the soil. That doesn't mean we lost that 30% though. It could be tied up in the process of decomposition. Due to some of the warmer conditions that we've had this winter and different time, some of this nitrate could be consumed in the decomposition process. And I say this because as we look at the bean stubble, again here at, at our Hayworth site, we have uh, an increase in nitrate. So we went from 22 pounds of nitrate in the top two feet at the end of November. We're sitting on 55 pounds of nitrate uh, here uh, in March. So we've had an increase without fertilizer being applied to the field. Well, the only way that can happen is through mineralization. So if we had enough microbial activity or warm enough conditions to give us microbial activity to start mineralized nitrogen in the bean stubble, that would also help build the case that we've had enough activity to consume nitrogen in the corn stalks where we've got a lot more carbon to work with in the field itself. So it would support the fact that a portion anyway of my 30% drop in nitrogen load in the corn stalks is due to decomposition. While we can't verify the loss of nitrate, we can verify some potential movement of nitrates. What do I mean by that? Well, in the end of November, when we tested the corn stalks in the top two feet, 94% of the nitrate was in the top one foot. Only 6% was in the um, second foot. Now in the March samples, 36% of the nitrogen is all that's in the top foot. 64% is in the second foot. Now, some of that can be tie up in that top foot, but the movement, the nitrates in the second foot are considerably higher here in March than they were in uh, November. 
So a situation where it does indicate that we moved some of these nitrates to a lower depth. Uh, and I, not enough to say that it's all due to decomposition process. We were moving nitrates as we were taking that water in. While stream flow in the south had a little bit of an uptick in flow, uh, it wasn't what you'd expect after six to eight inches of rain. So this indicates that a lot of this moisture did uh, move into the soil uh, and it, it was rebuilding our soil water, our water table. But because it didn't end up in the streams tells us that it didn't light up the tile lines like you'd expect from a six to eight inch rain. So most of our uptick in stream flow in the north was due to frozen water runoff. So without having a large surge in stream flow, that's another reason why I think our loss is probably small. We did move nitrates deeper and it depends on how high your nitrates were, um, maybe how much that they move itself. Time will tell. We'll have to watch future rain events uh, to kind of figure out what our loss potential is at this point. But the short answer is, I don't know. Um, but I think our loss is low at this point. So I hope that helps. Uh, remember, our bug VRT clinic is on Tuesday. Uh, started off, I'll go over the expected uh, insects that you're going to have to deal with in April, May, and update you on where we are at GDUs from January 1 for most of these insects. We'll hand out our traps for you guys that are running our bug trap lines so we can get them out and running as well. I will also share more in detail our experience in Maryland with the Department of Ag and what regulation looks like if you're farming in the Chesapeake Bay. And we'll have some discussion on uh, how we're going to react if that comes to the West. After that, the boys will take over for the VRT clinic. They're going to help you guys with your monitors, monitor updates, file management, get you all ready for the 2018 planting and side dress season out there. The guys are running hard already at spring testing, so let us know if you've got any spring testing needs that you haven't called in. So with that, I hope to see some of you guys on Tuesday. Keep her safe. Keep her moving.